Hello, and welcome to Bible Bedtime. I'm Dana, and I'm your host. This is Season 3, Episode 179. In this podcast, I read a full chapter of the Bible in a way that is designed or intended to help you fall into a heavenly, peaceful sleep. If you would like to reach out to me or to the Bible Bedtime community, there are a couple of things you can do. You can send an email to BibleBedtimePodcast at gmail.com or join our Facebook group, which is Bible Bedtime Podcast. And I would love to hear from you. I read and respond to every comment. Because we're in season three, we are reading from the third books of the Old and New Testament. If you've been here a while, you know we have already read through Leviticus. And now I am reading through Luke. And tonight I am reading from Luke 17, which means we are getting pretty close to the end of season three of Bible Bedtime. And as I prepare for the end of this season, my mind naturally turns to planning for next season as as a farmer starts planning for the next crop, even before the current crop is harvested. So as I am planning that next season, I would love for you to share some seeds with me. Are there things that you would like to hear in Bible bedtime that are different in some way from what you're hearing now? Do you not want any changes to Bible bedtime? Are there ways that it can be more peaceful, more meaningful to you and to your journey? I can't seem to say that today. (laughs) To your journey through life and in your journey becoming closer and closer to God. I would truly love to get your feedback. I will use it and I will hopefully make each season a little bit better than the season before so that Bible bedtime continues to bless me and hopefully bless you and bring glory to God, which is the whole reason we're here, right? Now, it is time for you to settle down. The best way for you to give God glory is to be in a position every day where you can give 100% and 
You cannot give 100% if you're not well rested. So many of us think in terms of, of resting or not being busy enough is a bad thing. And nothing could be further from the truth. Resting and quieting our minds and our bodies are what helps us be better and do more when we are able to. So take this gift of rest that your creator has made for you and embrace it. It's time to end your day. Put away the distractions. Put down the toys. Close off any lights that may disrupt you. Focus on cozying up in your bed in your favorite sleeping position with the pillows just as you like them and the covers on you in a way that makes you feel safe and comfortable and relaxed. As you breathe in, think about what part of your body or parts of your body are tense right now. I know when I scan my body, I can usually find at least one place, maybe my neck, my shoulders, or my lower back. This is where I tend to hold my tension. And when I'm falling asleep, as you are now, it is so helpful to breathe into those areas and help them relax by concentrating on them. If it is your neck, it tends to hold tension. Very gently, move your head side to side. And then, if you can, move it up and down in a nodding position. And then let it be still. It's your shoulders. Tense them up and let them relax. Same thing with your back, your legs, your wrists, between your shoulder blades wherever those places are. Find a way to let them do some movement and then let them relax. And as you breathe in, you're breathing in warmth and relaxation. And those areas in your body are getting heavier and heavier every time you take a breath. Now, as is our habit, we are going to take three deep breaths where you are going to feel even more relaxed. One, 
Jesus said to his disciples, things that cause people to sin are bound to come, but woe to that person through whom they come. It would be better for him to be thrown into the sea with a millstone tied around his neck than for him to cause one of these little ones to sin. So watch yourselves. If your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. If he sins against you seven times in a day and seven times he comes back to you and says, I repent, forgive him. The apostle said to the Lord, increase our faith. He replied, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the seed and it will obey you. Suppose one of you had a servant plowing or looking after the sheep. Would he say to the servant when he comes in from the field, come along now and sit down to eat? Would he not rather say, prepare my supper, get yourself ready and wait on me while I eat and drink? After that, you may eat and drink. Would he thank the servant because he did what he was told to do? So you also, when you have done everything you were told to do, should say, we are unworthy servants. We have only done our duty. Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go, show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, They were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Rise and go. Your faith has made you well. Once having been asked by the Pharisees, When the kingdom of God would come, Jesus replied, 
The kingdom of God does not come with your careful observation, nor will people say, here it is, or there it is, because the kingdom of God is within you. Then he said to his disciples, the time is coming when you will long to see one of the days of the Son of Man, but you will not see it. Men will tell you, there he is, or here he is. Do not go running after them. For the Son of Man in his day will be like the lightning which flashes and lights up the sky from one end to the other. But first, he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. Just as it was in the days of Noah, so also it will be in the days of the Son of Man. People were eating, drinking, marrying, and being given in marriage up to the day Noah entered the ark. Then the flood came and destroyed them all. It was the same in the days of Lot. People were eating and drinking, buying and selling, planting and building. But the day Lot left Sodom, fire and sulfur rained down from heaven and destroyed them all. It will be just like this on the day the Son of Man is revealed. On that day, no one who is on the roof of his house with his goods inside should go down to get them. Likewise, no one in the field should go back for anything. Remember Lot's wife. Whoever tries to keep his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life will preserve it. I tell you on that night, two people will be in one bed. One will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding grain together. One will be taken and the other left. Where, Lord? they asked. He replied, Where there is a dead body, there the vultures will gather. Tonight, I will read from Proverbs, chapter 14, verses 20 through 35. The poor are shunned even by their neighbors, but the rich have many friends. He who despises his neighbor sins. But blessed is he who is kind to the needy. 
Do not those who plot evil go astray, but those who plan what is good find love and faithfulness. All hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. The wealth of the wise is their crown, but the folly of fools yields folly. A truthful witness saves lives, but a false witness is deceitful. He who fears the Lord has a secure fortress, and for his children it will be a refuge. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life, turning a man from the snares of death. A large population is a king's glory. But without subjects, a prince is ruined. A patient man has great understanding, but a quick-tempered man displays folly. A heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. He who oppresses the poor shows contempt for their maker. But whoever is kind to the needy honors God. When calamity comes, the wicked are brought down. But even in death, the righteous have a refuge. Wisdom reposes in the heart of the discerning, and even among fools she lets herself be known. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a disgrace to any a king delights in a wise servant, but a shameful servant incurs his wrath. And finally, the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from the evil one. Amen. Now it's time for you to fall asleep and sleep well.